Welcome to the French Wedding Podcast with your host Naim, the only podcast in English about weddings in France. Great conversations, tips and insights about your French wedding, some wisdom before your big day, and the opportunity to hear wedding professionals actually living and working in France, only for your day to be the most amazing to remember. Hello everyone and welcome to the French Wedding Podcast. Greetings from France, this is the place we're recording this show. I'm Naim, professional ceremony officiant based in my hometown Paris and I created this show especially for future brides and grooms willing to get married in Paris or anywhere in France. Each episode is an occasion to meet a main actor of the industry, can be a vendor such as a wedding planner, hair and makeup artist, bridal salon, videographer, venue owner, bloggers, you name it. This show exists to bring you some insight about how people do things in France regarding the wedding industry, but we also share funny stories, things to know, and special memories when we happen to work together on the very same wedding. Today I welcome again Katerina Mevial for a third episode, this time about the process of wedding planning. For those who don't know Katerina, she is a wedding planner based in Paris. Katerina plans wedding and elopements in Paris since 2016 and she's been working with an international clientele of couples from all over the world. Besides that, Katerina is also a wife, mom and champagne lover. So take a step back, relax and welcome again Katerina on the French Wedding Podcast. Katerina, welcome again to the show. That's the third time. Thank you again. <laughs> Thank it's you getting, for a third time. It's, get, it's getting regular between us. Like this kind of thing that we're planning. Like, okay, oh, well, well, let's do this episode again. This is like a routine. I like it. Well, there's so many things to tell about weddings and developments in France and in Paris. So I think we can continue for another three episodes for sure i like the idea let's go ahead so today we're, we're going to talk about uh once again you're a professional wedding planner we're, we're, i'm not presenting you again because you're kind of a star of the show now you're doing wedding planning professionally since 2016 16 yep. right so you are offering advice today to our uh, listeners the team that we're we're talking about is different planning offers what do you have in mind because you also have to educate me on that because I'm not really sure about what, what are we talking about. Yes, sure. So basically, when you start looking for a wedding planner, be it in your home country or abroad when you plan a destination wedding, you will find four standard offers, which would be a full or A to Z planning, a partial planning, on-the-day coordination, and also sometimes you can find packages, which are basically like a pre-established offers with a fixed price per person, which gives you like a minimum of opportunities. So um, I wanted to talk a bit more in more detail about these different planning options and services to make sure you know which option corresponds best to you. So full planning is probably the most obvious one. You get the planner and the person does everything for you. Uh, the person would look for venue, will select, uh, will share pick vendors for you based on your preferences, on your criteria, on your budget. That's going to be the person who would take care of of the payment agendas, of the calendar, of all the meetings, of the degustation plannings, all these kind of little things and details that often stay behind the scenes that are not really um, visible to clients because you cannot show them on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
yeah. so all these planning things will be taken care of for you what you will need to do is basically tell what you love what you don't love tell your preferences and you'll have the leisure to choose the, the perfect venue the perfect vendor to throw your bachelorette party <laughs> the partial planning well basically all planners put different offers in the service for my side i have started to, i have stopped sorry doing uh, partial planning because it leaves too much of a blank space um, between the responsibilities of the couple and of the planners. So that's the same thing with the on-the-day coordination only, because at some time, uh, if there is uh, no clear idea of who is responsible for what, in the end, you will probably get some errors, some mistakes, yeah. some little misunderstandings, um, misunderstandings and... and in the end, you don't really know whose fault is that. Right. So I do prefer doing full planning only at so special events because it allows me to guarantee the, guarantees a level of service and I'm the only person responsible if in case if there are errors or problems mm -hmm. uh, and I'm the one who is supposed to deal with them. But yes, partial planning could be a good option if you want to have as much control as possible and if you are happy to do the planning yourself, if you are happy to get in touch with all the vendors to analyze their contract, if you're happy to, I don't know, perhaps even look for the venue yourself. Uh, because as I told you, like all planners would put different services into a partial planning offer. From the experience, as far as I have noticed, uh, partial planning and coordination only are mostly offered by beginners. Okay. As far as I see in the industry, the more experience you get, the less likely you are to offer partial planning or coordination only. Got it. Uh, but I might be wrong. There might be some like, experienced you, planners. Well, if people want to have it, they're able to book it with you. No, I don't do partial you planning don't. on it. Okay. I only do full planning now because I really want to have the full control right. of the quality I do provide. And be accountable for every detail. Exactly. And exactly. Okay. All right. um, the coordination is a good option if your event is rather straightforward, if you do not change any location, if your ceremony, if your cocktail, your dinner and the party take place at the same place uh, without changing the, the the venue the location in that case having a coordinator would be good because that will be the person who will be dealing with the kitchen orienting guests during the event uh, take care of small little details of the event that you don't want to deal with of so course. if your budget is limited and if you're happy to do all the planning on your own Definitely go for a wedding coordinator, like on the day coordinator, because this is definitely an investment that you'll never regret because it's okay. it's priceless to have someone on the day of the event to take care of all the little troubles and planning. <laughs> uh, and Anything uh, that can happen. Uh, yes, so and, that's and timeline. That's three things, right? Yes, exactly. So these are three typical offers that, okay, that uh, planners, planners normally uh, offer. So up to you to see what do you prefer. Uh, if you want someone to have a full control and to deliver the full service, again, it doesn't mean that you will have no choice to, yeah. to say your word, to, to say what you love or you don't. You remain in the control of the situation. It's just that you will have someone who will guide you on things that you would not, not necessarily think about, like food quantities, like uh, champagne quantities, like layout of the place. You won't necessarily think about the electricity which is available in the chateau you have rented. <laughs> uh, and at the same time, it's essential to think about those kind of things because if your catering company is not able to work properly or if the DJ cannot play the music because the electricity network is overcharged, yeah. you do not want to think about it. <laughs> yeah, What you were saying on the, on the last episode, I remember you were saying that you were talking about 
informative decision. I really exactly. like that. This is probably the thing that you have when you're a wedding planner. Exactly. That you can propose to your clients, right? Exactly. So I think it's super important. Like all options are there. Everything is possible. You decide what is the best solution for you and for your wedding. Uh, you just need to know all the information and you just have to have all this information on answers to the questions before you engage yourself into a project with a, with a wedding planner. One thing about, uh, about informative decisions is that now with your experience, you probably know a lot about the mistakes to avoid uh, when you're considering planning your wedding in France or in Paris. What would you, where would you start? Yes, exactly. Well, this is actually like the, 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 some of the mistakes that were committed during the events uh, made me decide not to do partial planning anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, experience talks. Exactly. Always. Um, so, for instance, I had a couple, uh, it was a bride who planned the, her wedding on her own and she didn't realize that the venue that she has booked does not authorize events outdoors or she has planned everything to have her dance floor outdoors. Um, oh, wow. So this is kind of thing which seemed to be pretty obvious. But you have to think about it. Like, yeah. There are so many things which are pretty obvious in the wedding planning process. But you have to think about them. And if you don't have a um, necessary experience, if you are not used to think about the B plan, about the contracts, about the alternatives, about the, um, the troubles that can arise, you just won't. Well, you don't. You're not have, you, you are not used to. You won't notice the things coming 100 um so yes one of the most common mistake would probably be that the venue does not correspond to the idea of the celebration for instance having a venue which is too big uh, just because you love it um it's a, not a good idea because if you rent a venue for 300 people and you only have get like 70 people presented at your dinner you guys will feel lost in this exactly. huge space, even if it's gorgeous, even if it's splendid, even if, if the price is amazing. You have to have the venue that corresponds to your event. And sometimes it's very difficult, especially when you when you have a crush on a place exactly. or Exactly, getting emotional, right? Exactly. Which can happen to both men and women, by oh, the way. Oh, definitely. Eh? And it's, well, it's good at happening. Like, it's normally, it's like so human. <laughs> So, but yeah, but at the same time, you have to stay reasonable. And this is why you have a planner as well, because this is our role to say, you, okay, I understand you have Rational. a crush, but <laughs> <laughs> there are some things you should think about. That's very important. Um, so yes, the, the having a venue which is too big or too small, having a venue that does not have air conditioner, oh, yeah. uh, or just because you don't think about it, or having a venue that um, typically it happens often with hotels, uh, in Paris, you most of hotels would uh, only allow you to celebrate and have the DJ and the music till one o'clock at night, which is quite early, especially if you start your cocktail at six o'clock. Like most of French weddings would last till three or four o'clock in the morning. In case if you have to end the party at one o'clock, but your dinner only, you have planned your dinner to finish, I don't know, at 11, which basically leaves you two hours only to party. And like by the time you will be in the in the mood, you, you will start really partying. It will be the time to finish it already. So those kind of little things have to be anticipated. Either you put your dinner uh, for earlier, you plan uh -huh. your dinner for earlier. This in is the what day. you propose in this case. For yeah, example. exactly. Right. Uh, that could be a good solution. Or you just choose another location where uh, you can party till three or four o'clock in the morning. You have to decide on your priorities, uh, be that the high quality food, be that the decor, be it proximity to city center or an airport, be that the accommodation which is available at the place. 
So based on your priorities, and you cannot most of the time have all of them. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. often in this life you have to choose. Uh, but at least uh, once again, you even when you have to compromise sometimes, at least you you know what you're Where getting in the end. Exactly. Yeah. And you get someone to tell you, okay, pay attention to this because that will have an impact on that part of the evening or pay attention to that. That would have a consequences of a better or worse guest experience. Um, so yeah, this is why I think having a full planning option, full planning service is better because uh, you know that the person is there for you to alert you in case of there are any problems or any potential problems. Yeah, some, sometimes it's just about uh, running off time or everybody's waiting for you at the ceremony exactly. and then you're still, if you're the bride, you're still getting makeup and your mother-in-law wants to see you and she's talking about how emotional she is and suddenly you're losing 20 minutes on the schedule yeah. and everybody gets stressed. I've seen that and <laughs> I have definitely agreed with the fact that if you have a, a full wedding planning it's always taken care of yeah definitely and especially like most of the time when you have a planner and you have like a bigger event with like 70 80 100 people uh the planner often works with an assistant as well so you'll have several people to take care of you and of your guests because when you have no one with you on the day sometimes bridesmaids are doing a very good job but that's true sometimes if they do not know the venue if they do not know the catering they will do their best to help you definitely mm -hmm. but imagine if you if the if the caterer doesn't speak english or yeah. if the venue owner doesn't, doesn't speak english or the venue coordinator doesn't speak english so um, that might be a bit complicated. So having someone there for you is like really is really priceless. Be it um, just on the day coordinator or the planner that has accompanied you for the whole process. Like seriously, the only advice I can give you today <laughs> is get someone to be there for you on the wedding Book day. Book your wedding planner today, all right? At no, least, but it's at least for the wedding day. At least for the wedding day. Like if you have a, like a limited budget, at least get someone for the wedding day. I, I, I cannot disagree with that because I've seen that when I was uh, running ceremonies, officiating even small elopements or big wedding, doesn't matter. It's not that it's always failing, not at all, but you can, you, there's always an unexpected event. Exactly, there's always something to be managed. Yeah, it's, it's, it's good so to not being too emotional because obviously it's your day, you're waiting for this for a long time, you've been dreaming of this day for a long time and I think to get all the rational part and the management part yeah. It's just outside not of you is exactly. a good thing yeah it's just not a day for you to manage things that's a day for you to enjoy the yeah. day because you've been planning it for probably like 12 months or something mm -hmm. you've invested a lot of time a lot of energy a lot of money as well so this is definitely not a day to take care of anything at all <laughs> this is a day to enjoy and party and celebrate and kiss and hug and I drink champagne. <laughs> That's true. That, absolutely true. About the venue specifics that you were talking about, I really like the the, um, the downsizing about like you have only 70 people and suddenly you're in a much bigger space and all that. I've seen this mistake actually in front of me. Yes. And it's not ruining your day, but it's just that you're like, oh, well, I, this is not what I had in mind. Yeah, exactly. And that's your dance floor looks a bit empty and feels a bit cold. So yeah, it's quite important to manage the venue size accordingly. Um, also in terms of the venues, there are sometimes restrictions, often restrictions in terms of the noise and right. the number of people allowed in 
or the noise, uh, the music, uh, live music allowed outdoors. Mm-hmm. Um, so these kind of things that have to be anticipated and they also, you have to know them. And most of the time when you get a venue in France, they would either say, send you a contract which contains like 20 pages. So you have to <laughs> really have to read carefully all the 20 oh, pages. Yeah. And like, it's pretty straightforward. It's written better than an insurance oh, contract. I, I imagine, I imagine. But you have to read these 20 pages and you have to remember what you've read because there are always restrictions, conditions, um, be that, I don't know, candles, be that sound restrictions, uh, whether you can or not have a carpet, whether you can or not have a dance floor, whether you can or not well, wear heels because some places do not allow you to wear heels because they park it is like an ancient 18th century Versailles uh, parquet and they yeah. just, it's just an expensive floor and it's like a historical floor. So those kind of little things have to be taken into consideration. It's not because it's your wedding day that everybody's going to be super happy to allow you to do everything. It's always better to just go straight to the, to the wedding planner or organizer or anything. And just make sure that he's doing his job properly, he yeah, or she. You just you 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 delegate your stress yeah. and your sleepless night to someone else. You just I agree. You just enjoy your period of being bride and groom, which doesn't last too often, too, yeah. too, too often, too long. Uh, and you most of the time you still have side events to plan, like your bachelorette party, like your um family dinner to announce your engagement mm-hmm. um so there are things for you to do and if you can delegate all the planning issues and like planning management and organization part i think it really saves your time especially today like we have busy careers we are busy at work we have some social life that we do not want to abandon mm-hmm. um so yeah keeping pretty much the same or almost the same lifestyle as you did before as you had before getting engaged right i think it's quite priceless i agree with that and uh one more thing that i, will, I wanted to talk about People in general, they have in mind their wedding ceremony or their wedding day, but you also organize side events, right? Yes, definitely. I do plan side events because when you take all your guests from your home country and sometimes from different cities, when you take them all to Paris, you want to entertain them to, to uh, in the best way possible. Mm-hmm. So most of the time I also do plan welcome reception, okay. uh, like welcome drinks reception the day before the event. Oh, day before. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So that you could say thank you for all the people who have been traveling so that you can cheer and have a drink. And, and like start, the, start the celebration. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You start the celebration. Exactly. And it also allows for people who do not know each other sometimes. Mm-hmm. To, to get to know people right. and to have like a pre-celebration it's always nice and I also do very often next day brunch mm-hmm. that could take place either in the same place where the main event took place or that could be a different location that could be for the whole party or just for like a very restricted number mm-hmm. of uh, closest friends and family um, so it's really tailor-made depending on your preferences depending on your needs but yeah pretty much having a free day celebration is a kind of normal experience uh, that you have. You are not proposing packages, actually. No, definitely. Um, quite often, I do have couples who get in touch with me saying, oh, I like the weddings you do. Uh, can you send me the list of venues where you work? There's none. Like, th- like there's no list. I right. There's no list of venues where I work exclusively. Um, for every couple, I do a venue search individually based on what they're looking for, based on the budget, based on the guest number, based on the the ambience they're looking to create. I'm not going to propose 
um, you the same thing as I proposed to my previous couple mm -hmm. because your wishes Unique. will not be the same. Exactly. Yeah. Like all, all weddings are different. So this is why I don't really, I don't really have like a pre-established list of venues. Uh, I do have established list of caterers, for instance, mm -hmm. because the, the offer is quite constant in a way that I know the quality of the food, even though the menu can change season to season, year to year, because in France, we do really respect seasonality of product. But yes, I do have a pre-established list of uh, caterers, of photographers, videographers, celebrants, makeup artists, florists, because I know that the quality of the service is constant and I know that they can adjust and adapt for, for any wedding. But that being said, I would still not recommend you the same photographer as I've recommended for the previous couple, uh, because you might have a different vibe, different style, once again, different budget. Uh, that's thing to be taken into consideration as well. Priorities are different. For some people, having like exclusive and like unique and prestigious venue is super important. For some people, having like a very famous chef creating or signing their menu is super important. Super, super important. So based on what is important to you, I will select different venues and different vendors. Okay, so you really go from the client's or the couple needs. Exactly. And then yes. you go working from there. It's always a tailor-made uh, offer. This is why uh, like, I never even envisioned to sell packages because it's just like you cannot sell packages. Like it's well, a wedding. A lot of people do. That's why I think it's very special. I think it's really good because yeah, people can actually build their own package. Exactly. It's absolutely through mesure. It's absolutely tailor-made. Uh, it should reflect your personality. It should reflect who you are, your celebration, the vibe of the event, the vibe of the party. Um, having a one-size-fits-all event, it's not something we do at so special events. As they always say, when you, when you do everything, you do nothing, right? Exactly, yeah. yeah. That's true. I agree with that. Regarding how the money is spent, do you have any advice or how to spend wisely your budget? What would you do? What would you not do? What do you recommend? Yeah, it's always quite frustrating because a uh, wedding is probably the biggest event you will ever organize in your life unless you're a professional event planner. Maybe not even professional. <laughs> you have a lot of events for your family, for your friends, yeah. etc. Uh, but it's probably going to be the biggest party, the biggest event you will ever organize in your life. The budgets are always important. Mm -hmm. And you kind of get frustrated quite easily and you really have to have um, an approximate budget in your mind Uh, quite detailed to see when are you overspending on something and when you can push a little bit if you really have a crush on the venue, for instance. Um, so this is why when I work with my couples, I do prepare a document for them that is accessible at any time. It's a document that we share uh, that has a draft budget and a okay. real budget. So the draft budget is um, a document that is drafted for you to have an idea of how much things would cost approximately right. in France. Like an average. Uh, exactly. Okay. So this is for you to, this is something like average, yes, exactly, the average for you to expect. For instance, if the budgeted amount for the venue is 10,000 euros, if you decide that, oh, actually, I'm in love with the venue, which costs the double of that, mm -hmm. you can pretty much quickly say, oh, there's something wrong with the budget. So yeah. either I will end up overspending by 10,000 euros mm -hmm. or this venue is just not for me. Right. Okay. So, yeah, the, so these things are to be taken into consideration. So I always... Um, try to keep my couples informed on the draft budget to, to, to for them to anticipate the, the budget flow, the, the expenditure that they are supposed to make. 
um, it's also important because uh, there are two periods of the year, like uh, of the planning process, which are very intense in okay. payments. It's the very beginning and the very end of the process. Because in the very beginning, you pay a lot of deposits, and in the very end, you pay a lot of like a second part of the the, the balances. Um, so what I always try to do is to negotiate payment agenda uh, with uh, my vendors in a way that you can uh, make multiple payments so that you can spread the the investment throughout the whole year instead of having like two very financially intense periods. So yes, I always keep a track of uh, real real life budget. Mm-hmm. Um, every time we have um, a contract that has been signed, it is entered in a document so that the couple can see where are they, how much money they have spent already, mm-hmm. what's the what's the what is left to be spent. Right. Um, I also create payment agendas for couples for my couples to see. Uh, is there payments so you, to financial come? advisor as well, right? Oh no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. But at least, no. yeah, at least, at least, I would, I would try to to keep them informed on like payments, budget related things uh, concerning their wedding. Being mm-hmm. very transparent and uh, very uh, reliable about. Oh yeah, definitely. It's very well, important. I think. What, what, what's, what's important to, to say is that I do not charge you for vendor services. I only charge you for the planning services. Okay. You will have all the individual contracts from photographer, celebrant, videographer, decorator, or any other vendor uh, that will be drafted directly at your name. Mm-hmm. So you will see the contract, you will see the exact amount of money that you are paying. Right. Everything is very transparent, so that allows you to understand how much you're paying and what you're paying exactly. Perfect. That's, I think it's very professional. You can find some other vendors or sometimes in the in any industry, actually, we can get some kind of shady about a hidden costs, let's say. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the yeah, that's the that's the thing that exists in the in this business that some people would sell you services that they do not really provide and taking some markup in between. Exactly. Um, well, that's the individual choice of all the business owners to define their commercial business strategy. But in my case, I really do prefer to give you the contract that's drafted on your name. Uh, with all the details so that it's completely transparent and another thing uh, I just wanted to mention about how to spend your money wisely yeah go ahead which is absolutely crucial to understand your priorities most of the time I ask my couples to name me two priorities if there are four of them that means that there's something wrong <laughs> okay well that's you a good one like reduction a, actually exactly yeah. so you like if you have a limited budget all the items of the budget cannot be your priorities like when your budget is budget is limited I would recommend you to have two top priorities which you would not be ready to negotiate on. So, for instance, if you want to have a luxurious venue with like loads of sleeping spaces, okay, let's budget it in advance so that you can have uh, the place you're looking for. Okay, so the high, it's kind of like highlighting what they really want exactly. for that day. Exactly. So we can just target uh, the exact... Exactly. So once the, the, the venue and the catering, for instance, have been booked... Um, so that you don't say me that, oh, the photography, I don't like this person. I like the person who's like four times more expensive. There's no problem. But right. you should be aware that uh, because your priority was a beautiful venue with sleeping exactly. places, um, you like to respect to stay within the budget that we have set uh, initially, you cannot have this photographer. Right. Unless you tell me that you are happy to overspend and to assume this budget modification. Which uh, happens regularly. Actually. Which happens regularly, yeah, because it's quite difficult to estimate from like in the very beginning of the planning process how much things would cost. And it's quite normal to have 10% increase. 
All right, 10%. This yeah. is what you've seen from your experience. Yeah, th- right? which, is, which is quite normal. Yeah, which okay. is quite regular. Which is actually not that much. Yeah, well, yeah I, think it's quite, I think it's pretty reasonable. This is what people would expect, like, especially for a wedding. Like, yeah, exactly. This is a one-time thing normally if, yes. you are, if you're planning to, uh, you know, or else well, you'll have yeah, an elopement for a second. Even if it's not, like seriously, <laughs> <laughs> who said it should be once in a lifetime? It could be that's true. That's true. Well, we would be happy to, to provide service for you <laughs> if you are planning to get married 20 times, but I'm not sure if you're going to be uh, very happy <laughs> after that. Anyway, thank you so much again, Katerina. Thank it was you for a real, me. real pleasure to have you with, uh, with us today. Do you have something to add? Uh, yes, sure. Uh, so, always, I'm coming with small gifts for you guys. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, everyone loves gifts. <laughs> <laughs> we do. So, um, yes, if you purchase a full planning package with me, um, I will be more than happy to offer you one side event planning for free. Could either be your welcome night reception or next day brunch. This is the offer, which is normally invoiced 1,000 euro. Okay, um, great value. Great. Yes, so I'm happy to offer it for you if you book a full planning services. Thank you so much and see you soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hey guys, thanks again for listening to the show today. You can find more information on our guests in the show notes as well as my contact and my website. If you have any questions regarding your French wedding, I'm happy to help. Also, please do not hesitate to leave a review for the show. There's also a link for that. That will literally take one minute of your precious time and will mean the world to me. I always appreciate your support. Thank you again very much for your time and feedback. Wishing you a great day or a great night anywhere you are in the world. I send you some good vibrations and we'll talk to you again soon for a new episode. Bye-bye.